This is Dungeon Not Included, the actual play podcast for the adventurous listener. You are listening to our game of Bulldogs, a sci-fi adventure RPG from Galileo Games. Brennan is your GM and host, Frank plays Sticky, Alex plays Graucom McGruff, and Red plays San Ming. Our theme music is by Seamus Ronan. Last time on Dungeon Not Included, there was a big fight. <laughs> <laughs> there sure um, was a guy transformed into a into the beast of thald and uh attacked san ming and with the uh help of graucom and sticky you managed to drive him off and he ran off into the camp um, but he was seen by other people so they know that there's definitely a real beast out there uh they're gearing up to hunt for him and San Ming went off to try and find her brother Lu to try to help deal with this. Meanwhile, Sticky and Graucom went to the locals' uh, residences and then gathered a bit of a hostile crowd and then started trying to break into somebody's house. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you put it that way. <laughs> it's not what happened, though. Because it is what actually happened. So don't you even. put it the accurate way. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you managed to crack the door uh, after throwing your shoulder at it a few times, Graucom. Sir, um, um, but... sir or uh, madam, uh, there, I, I am here to help. I, I can smell your injuries. Where are you? And start looking around for uh, this person. Yeah. Make... And while you're doing that, well, uh, Red, where are you mm -hmm. uh, going to end up? You were looking for Lou, right? Yes, I'm looking for Lou. Yeah, he's in the main mining camp with the other uh, local workers who have now joined in with the uh, strike. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm going to pull him aside uh, somewhere out of earshot as far as I can tell and um, say, um, so, Lou, uh, one of the people from uh, one of the locals just confronted me as I was trying to get a shipment for myself and my crew and said that he wanted to murder all of the mine workers here in order to keep them from our site, our planet. And when I told him that was a bad idea, he tried to murder me. Lou says, uh, who was it? Do you know? I don't know his name, but... Uh, and then she'll give a description of him okay. to Lou. Lou says, uh, I knew that there were some people who felt that way, but I've been trying to keep it under wraps so that we don't end up with a complete bloodbath on our hands. Yeah. Well... This guy obviously, well, what he said was he thought if I was out of the way, you would see reason. But obviously you're not going to <laughs> uh, consent to murdering a whole bunch of innocent people. So, Well, I definitely hope it doesn't come to that. Well, it shouldn't come to that. These No, I think we had a good plan. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that the trans galaxy once they realize there are no more resources here will just leave. That's the hope, anyway. Hopefully. All right. Well, let's go find this guy. Uh, yes, I have. Uh, my crewmates went to track him. Um, I don't know where they've ended up, but hopefully we can get there and uh apprehend him so meanwhile back at the uh residences uh the village you're you're uh you know that he's in here graucom because you can smell oh yeah him. 
Absolutely. Uh, I I'm going to. Uh, do I need to do anything to like start looking? Like, what? Do, how big is this place? What am I looking at when I enter? Um, it's it's a multi-room house. Uh, mm-hmm. so it's got like a kitchen and a living area and a bedroom and a bedroom, right? Yep. But it's not particularly big. Uh, I'm gonna. Can I use my survival to just get his scent and find him? Um, absolutely. I'm going to say you don't even need to roll for that because it's so small in here. Okay. So then uh, you can, you can find him without even having to roll. I'm... Sure. Where is he hiding? Well, he's definitely in the bedroom. So you head that way. But as you're approaching the door to the bedroom, you start to smell that beast smell again. <laughs> uh, uh, sir, are you okay? And I'm going to head inside and try and grab him before he transforms. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, plan. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try and knock him out as soon as possible. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna. I'm, my goal is I'm gonna turn the door and just hit him in the head as hard as I can and try and knock him out. So you're just gonna try to slam the door into him, basically. Yeah, just straight up hurt him before he has a chance to transform. Sticky, what are you doing while Growl comes in there? I'm yeah. I'm flustered. I I. I... Don't worry, folks. We have a plan. Everything's <laughs> fine. I'm. I guess trying to distract the locals okay yeah your your only uh social skill is provoke right (laughs) i love that sticky's only social skill is provoke it's so perfect it makes so much sense it does (laughs) it does this is a rapport role if you're trying to calm people down i'm not actually trying to calm them down i'm trying to figure uh, yeah i don't know Uh, to be honest i think i'm uh, there must have been too much of a gap between our last week. We were <laughs> we were intentionally trying to get people here, present, and after this degenerate. So as soon as, I don't, I guess what confused me is why uh, Graucom is pretending to help while wrestling. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, there he is, get him. That's and a, that's a good to, like, question. Get people inside. I want this to become a. I want this to become a um, a uh, a riot. Oh, so if you want it to be a riot, that's not going to be hard. So, uh, yeah. The problem is they they may riot against you and Graucom instead of this other guy. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be much of a problem. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So do you want to roll a provoke? Yeah, I'll do that. And uh, I want this to be, I mean, the the person we're annoying the most is the person in hiding who's trying to conceal his intentions, right? I want him to be more upset than the people outside. Uh, People outside are just going to be like, what the hell is this crazy person doing breaking down a door? This person is being exposed. Uh, So that's kind of what I want to do. So I'm aiming it directly at him. And... Hey, three. Okay. Well, let's roll his resolve. Oh. Ooh, he got a four. That's not great. So yeah, he's not falling for your bait. Yeah. Uh, you could spend a fate token if you wanted to. Uh, to re-roll? To re-roll or to add two to your roll. I am... I am... Not going to do that. I want to build. I want that tension to build up until uh, uh, San gets here. Okay, so he's not doing anything. The crowd around you is now looking very angry, uh, and uh, they're starting to yell at you uh, about you know invading their territory, and so, you know some of the people are shouting, you know, off world, off worlders, get out of here, and stuff like that. So. It's it's not looking like a good scene outside at the moment. Meanwhile, Graucom, you jumped on this guy as he was transforming, and he basically his transformation just threw you off of him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, and so you go flying, and but you land in the bed, so it doesn't hurt you too bad. Okay. Uh, so he's now is he now nine feet tall, standing in front of me again? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Uh, how big? You is notice the house? that the the ceilings of the house are pretty large, so uh, <laughs> he's not going to fit through the door. But mm-hmm. they do uh, have high ceilings in here. Is there a window in this room? 
Yes, there is. Yeah, I'm going out it. I'm getting out of there. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not getting insane. I'm athletic-saying myself out that window. Uh, I'm not taking this thing on again hand, uh, by myself. Yeah, no problem. That's a three for uh, athletic. So just to recap, we broke down the door of a s- injured person. Mm-hmm. You attacked them saying, I'm here to help until they transformed and then ran out a window while I'm like, everyone, look at <laughs> yeah. all this. T- well, we're not supposed to know that they can transform. I was supposed treating it as if this was just an injured person. And now that this is happening, you know, we, they, we're ignorant to why there's now a giant beast who's attacking. They don't know. Okay. Now. So <laughs> he got a four. So he's going to get a claw into you as you go. Uh, I have a uh, armor. So does that soak? Uh, you can still go with your armor, or you can take one stress. Yeah, I just I just prettied up my armor a little bit, so I'll take a stress. Take a stress, yeah. Okay, so you t- you only he, he just catches you on the back of the leg as you're going out the window, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's it's not much, and you crash through the window and into the street uh, where all these people are gathered around. It's, there's something really wrong with him. He's 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 more than hurt. There's something wrong with this guy. Uh, okay. So the bad news is a f- few of the people outside are looking a little larger and hairier than they did before. They haven't completely transformed, but they're you know uh they're looking angry. Is this when Son and her brother finally arrive on yeah. the <laughs> and, uh, Well, actually, I'm going to say, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, you haven't got there quite yet. Mm-hmm. Because from the door behind you, Sticky, uh, this guy that attacked you comes staggering out, holding his stomach where there's a big stab wound. He's in human oh, form shit. right now. And he's like, these are the ones who attacked me. I told you, these off-worlders can't be trusted. We have to get rid of them all. God fucking damn it. And that's when you <laughs> and Lou show up. Okay, so. Walk into the scene like that gift from Community where everything's on fire. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, there's a transformed guy who tried to murder me. There's a bunch of half-transformed-out people. This guy just shouted that it's the off-worlder's fault. And it's me and Lou. Yeah. And Uh, some other people look like they're ready to transform and just kill these two. Well, good thing I have a stunt for this. Uh, When you (laughs) attempt to calm someone down, add plus two to rapport as long as you are not the cause. Yeah, and it was definitely Sticky that was the cause. Oh yeah, for sure. So, as well uh, as I, I was going to say, like I get away with. I'm I'm getting out of way pretty easy on that. No, one. you're uh, not getting away, Scott. The you're the one who was busted into somebody's house. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Son's gonna like rush over as fast as she can and say, "Hold on, that is not what happened. This man tried to murder me." And, um. Hmm. I don't know that that's going to calm people down. So I got to think of something more to say that will calm people down and say, uh, rushing rashly into a situation is not going to help anything. We have to sit down and think about this calmly. Okay. So uh, go ahead and make your roll. Okay. And don't forget that extra plus two. Yep. It's a five. Ooh. With the nice. plus two included, so. Okay. And that's going to be enough to, you know, people are starting to calm down a little bit. They're at least willing to listen to you. All right. Before uh, they they uh, rip these guys to pieces. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Sun Ming's going to say, uh, as you well know, I was there at the meeting and I helped to come up with the plan to make it look like we had run out of resources on this planet. 
However, this man- I start tapping my ear. I'm like, there's something wrong with my universal translator. And then I start making nonsense noises, like I'm speaking a different alien language. <laughs> I start to try to walk away. Okay. <laughs> I think Sodming's just going to ignore him for now. Um, okay. Uh, or no. <laughs> uh, and she's like, the next day, this man, as I am trying to pick up a shipment for uh, my journey off planet, approaches me in the warehouse and tells me that we have to murder all of the miners. And when I don't agree with him, he transforms and tries to attack me. That wound on his side is from my sword because he was attempting to murder me. And uh, Lou is going to come up and say, you know, this, uh, this is exactly the problem that I was trying to avoid. If we can, if, if our plan works, then we don't need to kill everybody. Uh, we, we can drive these off-worlders off planet peacefully. And that seems like a, a better way to keep our secrets than to uh, to have a you know a, a complete bloodbath. And uh, the guy who attacked you, you know, is now arguing on the other side, saying, "No, no, these outsiders are too dangerous. We have to get rid of all of them." Uh, meanwhile, Sticky, as you're trying to sneak away, <laughs> go ahead and make a stealth roll. A two, eh? Well, that's not going to be good enough for you to get out, get past these guys. Uh, a few of them get directly in your way and sort of herd you back to where everybody else is standing. That's... Yeah. Uh, and and Sun Ming is going to say in response to uh, the other guy, uh, what do you think is going to happen when every time they these off-worlders send people here, they die? Do you think they're just going to let that stand, or do you think they're going to start trying to kill whatever's killing their people? And he says, uh, they're pretty weak. We can destroy them. Not if all of them come down on us at once. And yeah, Lou is also going to say, uh, they have, there's so many people in, you know, off world that they, they can bring in more and more and more. We don't need to, uh, we need to avoid having that happen. The people all seem to be sort of taking your side at this point. Cool. So what Lou will do is try to sort of take a leadership role here. And say, you know, tell the three of you, we'll take care of this amongst ourselves. You just make sure that the uh, the offworlders don't come barging into the village, because it could end badly. All right, I'll try and pull them off your trail. Um, got an idea? If we could talk a little. Yeah, you guys can, I think you guys can step aside and talk. Yeah, yeah. so we can have a little sidebar. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. Ah, family, am I right? <laughs> Listen, uh, I am one hundred percent in favor of letting them handle this for the rest of time. Uh, why don't you? Uh, here's an idea, Son. What if you um, do that thing you really don't like doing? and lead everybody astray in the other direction from the village. Then we come pick you up, and we fly off-world and never talk about this again. That sounds like a plan to me. Cool. Does that uh, bring your command into play, Frank? Can you roll your, uh, your planning? Small screen, so I have to scroll. Okay. Ooh, oh, yeah. nice. And that gives you a bonus, right? If people are following your yes. your plan. It gets plus yeah. two. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay. So I'm gonna have you make an athletics roll for that. Uh 
San to okay. uh, basically transform and run out of the village fast enough that nobody catches you. Okay. Uh, you mean the mining village? The mining village, I mean. Yeah, the mining town. Yeah, yeah. All right. And I get a bonus for this? You get a plus two because of uh, Sticky's plan. Okay, cool. That's a four. Nice. Um, yeah, the uh, the miners are have geared up and we're on the trail of this guy, but then uh, you can probably lead them after San Ming's trail, uh, Graucom, if you want to try to convince if you because they remember that you were smelling the uh, creature last time. Oh yeah, I'll. Uh, do, do you need me to do anything for that, or just? I don't think so. Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna. That's gonna be my job. Is I'm gonna uh, kind of be like that. It's this way. I smell it, and have them follow. Yeah. And yeah, then... I want them to catch a glimpse of me, so they know Grunkum's not like pulling this out of his ass or anything. Which and is so fine. Like, then you can run off into the into the hills. Basically, so like you you run into the clearing, and then you like get off, and then I immediately follow. Like it's this way, and then we keep going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this you can run into the hills and sort of badlands around the area that Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a good place to lose them and then transform back. Mm-hmm. You could even transform back and join the the hunting hunting party. party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like I like the idea that if like one of them got a picture it's just a big blurry photo like big <laughs> It is like yeah. the Bigfoot <laughs> film. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> You can tell that it's big and hairy, and that's all you can mm-hmm. tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's obviously just a guy in a insert alien here suit. Oh, yeah. Whoever gets, <laughs> whoever gets the picture of like, you fool, you just took a picture of Graucom from very up close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So their fruit, uh, their search is fruitless in the end. But yeah. they do have a pretty, you know, they they they're uh, they're kind of swaggeringly confident as they head back into camp as day begins to dawn, uh, thinking that they've chased it off. Yeah. Uh. All right. So now you guys have to uh, put on some encounter suits and refill a few crates before you can leave. Ugh. Yeah. Cool. That's fun. <laughs> while we're doing that, um, is that all we're doing? Is we're just filling up the crates? You're really, yeah. It's it, you don't need to make a roll. Yeah. Just so you while have to refill the crates and get them onto your ship. While we're doing that, and as we're we're on our way back for the month or whatever journey back home or back to um, the asteroid. Um, so long as there isn't anything that you wanted to do on this planet, Sun Ming, before we leave. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think there's anything else Sun can do. Okay. Right? Like, she came up with the plan to get the off-worlders off-world. She stopped them from hunting down uh, the locals. Like, that's yeah. about the extent of what she has the ability to do without, like, staying here permanently. Which she is not going to do. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, on the uh, you managed to get the ship loaded up and you're on your long trip back to the center of the the galaxy. Mm -hmm. While we're in flight and it's like a, you know, a pause and and while we're, you know, preparing to do the long journey, I'm like, son, that, that whole speech you gave... You said that in front of the entire village and in front of Graucom and me. Yeah. I mean, kinda everyone in your village knows that we know. Well, don't ever go back to Thald. And it kinda sorta feels like we're family. <laughs> we got like a special inside track and we know you on a deep, personal, intimate level. <laughs> I'll keep please, talking until you walk out. Please don't ever say that again. 
And and she will walk out. <laughs> I I just feel closer to you than I ever did, Son. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, while we're on this long trip, let's do uh, some character advancement because we did forget to do that when we yeah. were doing uh, the uh, the previous uh, job job with the uh, the symbiotes. Mm-hmm. And you need to get some advancement for this current uh, little adventure. Hell yeah. So does anybody have uh, the broken condition? Nope. Um, I've, I, have, I only have one spot in each. I don't have any full conditions yet. I have uh, basically just tapped out all the like level one spots, but no level twos. So nothing's completed. Okay, cool. So you can clear those. All of them, all the way up. You can clear the unfilled tracks. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Uh, my anger is full. That's not great. So, all I'm, right. I'm so one this, of really quick. Does that mean like I have just zero stress now across the board? Just anything that? Yeah, because that was just my. That was you know you had just gotten stressed out a little bit from. Oh, perfect. Fight and now I've you're been fine. I've been riding too stress in my physical for that entire thing, not realizing I could have just got rid of it. Bit that oh yeah, yeah. Okay, after perfect. a month and a half trip, that's gonna go away. Okay, so. sounds good to me. All right. So. um what you can do with an advancement is switch the rating of two skills mm-hmm. so you can replace one skill with another that isn't or you can replace one average skill with one that isn't on your sheet right mm-hmm. bring in a new skill and get rid of an average skill you can take one point of gear uh you can rename an aspect uh and clear a major condition which is the broken condition which you don't need to do so everybody's got two of these from the last adventure Zuh. So you can clear an aspect. Does that include like consequences or do those have to be like. Consequences have to be healed. So we'll make a couple of rolls for healing on that. But first uh, you can rename an aspect. And I don't know if you've got anything that you want to rename on your sheet, uh, San, related to your adventures on your home planet. Um, uh, I'll have to take a look at the. Sold home world aspect. Um, I don't know. Like, I think backwater, maybe backwater home world might want to switch out. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Stay off the radar still makes sense because while these two chuckleheads know Son's whole deal, she's not going to tell anybody else. Right? Right. Well, there is a uh, species one called Never Lose Control. Oh yeah, that's good. I'll add, I'll switch that one out with uh, through backwater homeworld. Yeah. Okay. And then we can switch around um, skills or use it as gear points. Set. Yes, that's right. And after this third advancement, do we get a better advancement? Yeah, you'll start getting the uh, mod- the uh, they're not major advancements. They are something else. Moderate? I don't know. Moderate advancements, yes. Um. Yeah. Uh, one gear point. What would that get for a weapon? A light weapon? Uh, that is correct. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to say Son picked up a knife while she was on her home world. Um, Okay, and And you can give it an aspect. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like probably something kind of lightweight. So it's uh, something that's like uh, easy to hide. Okay. So what are you thinking of doing, Frank, for your character? Not sure. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with most of what I have. I don't know if I want to switch up any of my average skills. Uh, it feels like larceny and haggle might be redundant for the way we would use them. What do you folks think? 
So the way you'd use them, maybe. Yeah, the way <laughs> I would use them. Yeah. The um, I mean, my thought, my thought is, if we get separated again, I'm like I'm already thinking like I don't have any real. Well, I have empathy. As I say, I don't have a lot of social stuff myself. So maybe it'd be worth if you're trying to get something other than provoke. I don't know if that's something you can do. Or you not. do try to talk your way out of things a yeah, lot. Yeah, you yeah, it's your you use your mouth more than most of, to solve your problems. So it might be worth adding in another social skill. So could I get another average skill, or you'd have to re remove one of the average skills you've already and got? That's what I mean. All right, so survival and physique are both. I don't want to get rid of either of those. So we're, that leaves us up with uh, larceny and haggle. Um, do you want to steal or do you want to try and talk people down with price? I guess if haggle is exclusively talking people down on, on price, which hasn't really come up at all. Larceny, we've kind of wormed it in where knowing mm. what criminals can do sometimes helped out like with the pirates. But yeah. I, I don't think haggle, I think I, I imagined haggle as a less graceful, like I didn't want to make myself, a politician, but at the same time, the skill is what the skill is. So I think switching haggle with something else would be, probably be better. Yeah. Most of the time your approach has been more rapport than haggle when you're talking with people. Yeah. So I think that may make sense. Right, I'll do that. Yeah. Cool. All right. And what were you doing um, with Graucom? Oh, did uh, Siki do two things already? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, then I think that the two I have two things I'd like to do. Uh, the first is uh, since you are getting rid of um, Haggle, and I've actually tried doing that on this trip where I tried to negotiate ourselves the maps and everything, I might get rid of my command and make it Haggle as my average. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Makes um, sense. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> For this next bit, I do have a little narrative bit where uh, I think that after um, we get back, uh, Gralcom wants a shower. He's been running through the woods. He's got some possible radioactive residue. And he gets right. inside <laughs> and uh, he takes his shower and then he goes to brush his teeth, but he knows that the place is automated. So he does what he can to engage Flappy to help him. Uh, and in cleaning his teeth, he's actually going to cybernetically upgrade his teeth. Okay. Um, <laughs> With your gear point. Without, yeah, my gear point. So rat, one, of, one of my abilities is uh, as a uh, Lassian is I have a dangerous bite and I can um, use gear points to uh, level up my uh, natural weapon as an improvised weapon using gear points through cybernetic enhancement. So he asked Flappy to help him brush his teeth and he ends up with like metal teeth. Uh, <laughs> a metal coating on his teeth yeah his teeth they look they look pretty similar but they're like i actually kind of like that they I like it if they were like still polished like colored to look like regular teeth like his normal ivories but they are just significantly sharper and denser okay so you wouldn't know by That's looking fine. at him that they're capable of doing medium damage but they are okay so they're now a medium weapon yeah his teeth are a medium weapon all right nice that's useful. All right. Yeah. So uh, you are uh, on your way back to Squishy, uh, having done the job that he asked you to do, which was drop those guns off so that you can get the materials to trade back to the, uh, the folks at the Gleese uh, Astronomical Institute. No, we already gave those to them. Yeah, we didn't. We already give them parts, and that's why we got. Oh, the that's right, you did. So actually, yeah, you're just heading back to drop off this ore, which you can probably drop at depot. Yeah. Which is a good place to get a new job. So. <laughs> Sounds um, good to me. At depot, when you get back to depot, uh, which is, if you will recall, is sort of the uh, the shipping crate planet. Yeah, the one where we couldn't find a good place to let out the gas. Yes, that is <laughs> correct. <laughs> you get there and you can uh, you can deliver the ore there, and somebody will take it 
you know, you know, to a refinery somewhere nearby, but it's a good sort of staging ground for you to drop it off so that you don't have to go somewhere even more complicated. And uh, the other nice thing about Depot is there are lots of jobs posted here, so you can look and sort of take your pick. What kind of uh, work are you looking for at this point? I think that's uh, probably a sticky question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, as far as Sun, can, Sun is concerned, she wants something not stressful. <laughs> You're in the wrong line of business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <sighs> so I feel like we've grown together as a family of fur babies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm looking for something that will be um, short. Something where we're not going to be stuck in the vessel for a month. So something nearby uh, and something maybe we could get our physical aggression out. Just just do something mindless for a little while um, and, uh, you know, get out some of that steam we've been building up. <laughs> so you want something that you're going to end up getting into a fight on is yeah. what you're thinking. <laughs> you're actively picking a fight through uh, picking our job. Now that I've developed some rapport, I want to pick a fight. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, there is, in fact, a uh, delivery of uh, materials that would be going to the planet of Hacker Gorka, which is uh, notorious for its pit fighting uh, rings and uh, the sort of belligerence of its uh, of its residents. Sounds like a dream. Right. Yeah, the materials are all uh, being delivered to the uh, Bagok uh, factory, which c constructs hand-to-hand uh, -hand weapons, uh, knives, axes, that sort of thing. There's one thing I know about San and Graucom is they both love weapons. It's true. Hand-to-hand yeah. <laughs> I mean, -hand weapons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely in San Ring's case. Well, you know. Bagok is actually pretty well known as manufacturer for that sort of thing because they are uh, the uh, the locals like to fight with them so much. Seems like that might be a good one. Uh, Hacker Gorka is not too far from here. It will probably only take you about uh, four or five days to get there. Right. Looks like we have our new mission. Cool. So you can go and you can pick that up uh, from the one of these big crates. It's relatively easy. And head on your way to Acre Gorka. I'm just going to look something up real quick. So talk amongst yourselves. Uh, so stick, what's the job? We go to beat-em-up planet and watch some beat-em-ups. I enjoy watching beat-em-ups. Is there any opportunity to participate in a beat-em-up? No, my friend, any opportunity to participate in a beat-em-up is welcome on my ship. Awesome. So yes, we are doing this. Cool. And we just have to deliver the cargo. And that's it, right? Like, no. I mean, that's, what, that's the minimum. We, we will also have to get another job. So don't well, worry. Yes. I've been learning how to talk to people and practicing. So we're going to be good. Uh-huh. But when we get to the planet side, we're going to have fun. This is going to happen. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, Graucom is uh, cracking his knuckles and wagging his tail. He's uh, very excited about the prospect of fighting on this planet. Sun Ming is not very excited about the prospect of fighting. <laughs> Sun, you don't understand. This is a place where we can actually you know, do the stuff we've been doing, but potentially get money to do it and have people cheering us on. Like this is exciting. This should be exciting for us. So you remember my secret thing that you can't tell anybody that you keep bringing up. Yeah, we remember that. It's not <laughs> really great to do things like fighting all the time if I don't want to do the secret thing. Oh well, you can be a manager. 
You can throw me a. You can you can towel me off. You can do all that. Give me the spit bucket. All that stuff. <laughs> so like a manager in wrestle. Like my like set ringside assistance. Uh huh. Yeah, you don't have to so, get in the ring. So you'll be the wrestler and I'll be the manager. Oh yeah, I'm ready. I haven't done anything like this since uh, I haven't been able to to get in a ring with anyone since the uh, military, since basic training. It's been a while. Sure. After our last like, after our last couple of missions, I kind of want to get myself back a little more limber, get myself back into shape a bit. Yeah, I don't know if I'll do much fighting myself. I think I'll just do some like you know simple knife stabbing. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the kid stuff. <laughs> There's, if there's fighting too, there's opportunities to, for a little bit of gambling, most likely. Uh, I, I, and personally, I like to think that uh, you know you could put a couple dollars down on me, and we'll come out on top. Uh, there's also shooting things off of people. That's oh. that's great fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, one of the things about where you're headed, Mount Hacker, is uh, that. Uh, just carrying a gun there, uh, the locals will consider you cowardly. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> well, I'm sure they'll like San, who has nothing but swords and knives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll fit in just fine. <laughs> All right. So uh, as you are flying into the... It's called uh, the City of Five Peaks, Mount Hacker. It's the sort of center of Hacker Gorkin culture, known for gladiatorial arenas, weaponsmiths, music halls, and tattoo shops. Um, you arrive at the spaceport, which is also known as the Sixth Peak, uh, a little bit uh, farther down the slopes of the mountain. And uh, you can take your Stuff up to the Bagok factory, which is up on higher on one of the peaks. <laughs> the uh, the locals here are big, burly, green skinned, covered in scars and tattoos. Uh, the tattoos seem to often be used to emphasize the scars rather than to conceal them. And uh, they uh, they seem to swagger around a lot with uh, knives and other hand-to-hand weapons at their waist. Where are you headed for, uh, after the do your delivery? Uh, let's go to the uh, fighting pits and see what's going on. Maybe there's a, a good uh, battle happening that we could uh, wage some money on. Cool. Oh, sounds good to me. So the arenas on uh, Mount Hacker are... Many of them have like attached gymnasiums and fight leagues, which are like popular as social clubs here as well. And each arena has its own rules uh, that vary from like formal point scoring matches and stuff like that to just the, uh, you know, do your best not to kill each other kind of uh, fight. But otherwise, no holds barred. <laughs> Let's go to one of those. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, you can find one of those. Uh one of these uh gems uh where uh <clears throat> it seems like uh it's more friendly to off-worlders as well as locals. Did you actually carry a gun in or are you keeping it concealed, uh Graucom? Oh, mine's disassembled and in multiple pieces. Yeah, so that you're not, you don't look like you're carrying a firearm. Oh, not at all. Not at all. I wanna, I wanna go in with. If I know that they don't like people like openly carrying, they, then I'm not gonna give them any ammunition. Right yeah, now. they'll mostly just laugh at you. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm gonna just have it <laughs> hidden among my armor. Yeah. Yeah. They they figure if you're not up close and personal, it's not worth fighting with someone. So. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, you hit one of these uh, one of these gyms, one of the ones that seems uh, to be a little more friendly to off-worlders. So it's it's not particularly prestigious in the local, uh, uh, you know, uh, social 
scene, but it is uh, it is one that uh, that likes to have these no holds bars fight barred fights. Um, and so there's you know a variety of the green skin locals here as well as a lot of different uh, off-world species as well. Uh, and you can hear the people uh, cheering and chanting uh, as they're watching the fights inside. So you're gonna try and find a place where you can sign up to. Oh yeah, let's find. Let's look. Look. Let's look around for somebody with a clipboard. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Let's let's watch a couple of fights first before you end up signing up for something that will be, you know, boring or dangerous. Uh, okay. Uh, boring or dangerous. Uh, I I I can deal with. Uh, let's go take a look. Okay, so inside the uh, the gym, there's a uh, there's a pit, uh, concrete walls, sand on the bottom, and a couple of guys in there uh, who are uh, just wearing basically loincloths, right? Nothing, you know, shorts or or loincloths, and uh, are both of them are armed with uh, long knives, and they seem to be circling around each other. There's a few of cuts that each of them already has on them. One is a, uh, a an Arsabaran, and the other is a Hackergorkin. And uh, the locals all seem to be cheering for the Hackergorkin. Sure. Uh, what's a Hackergorkin look like? They're the green skin guys. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the locals. With the tattoos. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy looks like he knows what he's doing, but so does the Yarsabaran, actually. He's pretty well skilled, too. Um, and they go in and do a few slashes at each other and uh, eventually uh, break apart again. Um, you see that there are, you know, there are odds being tallied up on the board nearby for this and future fights that are that are coming up. So if you wanted to put a little money down, you could. So you guys just gonna watch for a while. Uh, I think that Graucom's gonna he's gonna watch, and uh, if it doesn't seem, I mean these these guys seem tough, but I feel like I'd be if I'm well if I'm within their weight class, I feel like I could participate. Um, though I'm not comfortable betting any of mine or the crew's money on anyone but myself, because okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so I think that I'm going to go sign up. Uh, anyone want to, I'm going to, I'm going to give sticky a couple of bucks and say, put your money on, on me when, uh, when my name comes up on that board. Hey buddy, I sure will. I'm not placing bets. Sorry. Uh, hey, I'll, you can trust me. I will hmm. mostly bet on you. Yeah, it seems like a good call. Yeah, we've we I can I think we said I can trust you as far as I can throw you, and I think I can throw you pretty far. So um, there you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna go. Uh, to, I walk up to the nearest person with the clipboard by the uh, by the board. Sure. And, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, one of the gym owners, and uh, he's he asks you, uh, you know, if you're if you're up for a fight. Sure, yeah. Graucom McGruff. I'm up for uh, a rough for a fight. All right. Uh, he has you set, write down of your particulars, including your uh, fighting experience. Mm-hmm. Soldier. Right. So they ask about particular fighting styles that you're trained in. Uh, so. And I just, I run through uh, just some of the, like, the names of the bigger battles that, like, they may have known or heard of. Uh, I talk about, you know, ba- the military training that we would have, um, and just try and, you know, flex those, those muscles a bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they'll put you down. They basically just need to get an idea of your, uh, your ability so that they can put odds on you basically. Yeah. So, uh, you said this is my first time in a ring in this capacity, but you know, in training, we are fighting each other, you know, pretty right. regularly trying to get ready for battle. Okay. So telling anyone who will hear me, especially the people around me, like, Oh, I can't believe graucom has been drinking again. He always thinks he's a good fighter when he's been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Try to trick people into betting on him, <laughs> on you, against against you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So, uh, Graucom, you get uh, you you get ushered down to the uh, the entry to the pit, mm -hmm. and uh, across from you is a uh, uh, another uh, uh, another Arsabaran. This time, a woman mm -hmm. who is uh, now you know doing stretches and getting ready to come out and fight you. She's got a few scars on her. Uh, it looks like she's uh, done this before, mm -hmm. and uh, she'll come out uh, with a knife. And are you arming yourself with a knife, or are you just going in uh, with your natural weapons? I think I think that I'm gonna uh, look at the knife. Like I'm sure there's one big they hand me. I'm just gonna look at it and just kind of uh, throw it into the ground uh, near us, but not. Like so, it's within reach if I need it. But for the most part, I'm just gonna have my arm, my my fists up, ready to go. Okay. Uh, you can tell she's a veteran though, because when you do that, she doesn't seem like she she sort of sizes you up mm -hmm. and is like checking out the your teeth, right? Sure. So yeah. So that she knows that that's where the threat is coming from. Okay. And I think that's actually a good place to break. Oh. <laughs> Don't do that to me. All right. All right fine. Next, next week, we'll, we'll, we'll do this next yeah. time. Oh. I'm, like, I'm like amped. <laughs> I can't wait for this. Oh. We're going to be airboxing for a week. Oh, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Biting the air. My students are going to be, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> All right. Oh, so good. I'm excited. All right. Thanks, everybody. That's our adventure for this week. We hope you enjoyed listening to Dungeon Not Included. If you did, please tell a friend, leave us a five-star review and encouraging comments on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps spread word for new shows like ours. You can follow the latest from the Dungeon Not Included crew on Twitter at DNI Crew. We're over at Facebook at Dungeon Not Included or at our home on the Non-Productive Network at non-productive.com slash DNI crew, where you can find articles, character sheets, and Patreon exclusives, as well as our latest episodes. All of us do this for the love of the game, but every little bit helps us keep making Dungeon Not Included. Thanks for listening. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.